Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Here's what's cooking on the day. Sports stove, local hour live. That's right. We're talking EKU football, wrapping up the season, giving out some awards. We're going to talk EKU hoops and EKU women's basketball as well. That and just a little bit more. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Local Hour Live. Welcome in to an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Podcast Local Hour. We are live on YouTube and Twitter, and of course, the audio will be available following the live episode. will be available anywhere you get your podcast as well. Tonight's episode is presented by IPM Pest and Termites, Central Kentucky's Neighborhood Pest professionals. You can find more information at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. If you live in central Kentucky, that's Madison County, Fayette County, surrounding areas as well. And you have ants, spiders, centipedes, mice, moles, and whatever kind of pests you have, IPM Pest and Termite is here to help you. Again, visit myipm.com. And when you set up an opportunity for a technician to come out and take a look at your house, they're going to be there on time when when you schedule them to be there. And their service is guaranteed as well. So when you get a hold of IPM Pest and Termite, make sure you let them know you heard about them on the Sports Stove Local Hour. And a huge thank you to IPM Pest and Termite. There's some merch there if you're watching live. Um, for their part uh, here with the Sports Stove Podcast. All right. We've got all kinds of things to talk about today. Uh, no guests tonight. I'll, I'll forewarn you there uh, with a Thanksgiving Week and a shorter week here, uh, scheduling people was a little bit harder. So we decided just to hold off on those until next week. So we're going to bring in some football guests next week and kind of wrap up the season with them. But we still have plenty to talk about. And let's start with the football season. It did conclude uh, this past weekend against Jacksonville State. And uh, quite the game. We'll talk about that more 
in just a moment. A few congratulations to hand out uh, here due for the EKU football program. Walt Wells named the A-Sun Coach of the Year. Congratulations, Coach. I hope to have him on next week to talk about that and the season as well. Davion Ross was given the A-Sun Defensive Player of the Year, and then Patrick Nations, the A-Sun Special Teams Player of the Year. So a lot of recognition going to EKU in the A-Sun football season. Ubong Udom, he was the Scholar Athlete of the Year in the A-Sun. A few other congratulations. Matt Jackson is named as a Buck Buchanan Award finalist, and Parker McKinney ends the season as most passing completions in a single season by an EKU quarterback. Congratulations to Parker McKinney as well on a fine season. And uh, let's talk about more about that football season, that game against Jacksonville State. My goodness, what a game. I uh, went into double overtime. A lot of excitement to be had uh, for sure in that game. Two seconds left is when EKU scored to tie the football game in regulation. Uh, they got the ball at the 25-yard line with 46 seconds to go. They drove down and scored with two seconds left. Uh, then the double overtimes and just the consistency there at the end of the game for EKU that ultimately put them on top. But sadly, uh, could not get them a playoff berth. And uh, they 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 needed about two more games, probably one. They needed to win one of the Stephen F. Austin or Sam Houston games and uh, really needed to, to finish off that Indiana State game from earlier in the season as well. Those two things, I think, would have solidified them in the playoffs. But nonetheless, a still very successful season for EKU football. A lot of progress made. And uh, shout out to Coach Wells, his staff, and the players for everything that went into this season. It truly was a great season, great improvement. Uh, the largest improvement from season to season uh, there for EKU football as well between last season and this season. Um, a lot of players uh, that are going to be leaving now, um, graduating out, uh, no more eligibility, and those guys are going to be missed. We'll talk about that in future episodes. But um, what a team. And consistently, all season long, as we talk to players, they all brought out the same uh, mindset, the same thought that this team was special. The way that this team came together, the uh, unity on this this squad was truly special and unique, and uh, and it was a great uh, honor to watch them play. We've got a few awards to hand out tonight, the most prestigious awards possibly uh, in college football. It's the Sports Stove Burner Awards, and uh, and so we've got some awards to hand out this evening. Let's start with the Sports Stove Defensive Burner of the Year, and uh, we've got three candidates for this award. Uh, Matthew Jackson, 102 tackles, 11 tackles for losses, three and a half sacks, two interceptions, two forced fumbles all in the season. Then Davion Ross, 46 tackles, one and a half tackle for loss, three interceptions, one fumble recovery, and of course, three touchdowns to go with those interceptions as well. And then Kyle Bailey, um, hoping to have Kyle on next week as well. He, uh, he talked after the, the press conference on Saturday when nobody was asking questions anymore. Kyle just started talking. Um, and, uh, just, you know, without being asked, without being prodded, he just started talking about how much he loves EKU, his experience here and how special this place is and why other kids should come play. So we're going to try to get Kyle back on the show to talk about those things in particular. But he had a great season, 102 tackles, six tackles for loss, two sacks, and a fumble recovery as well. 
the winner of the EKU Sports Stove Defensive Burner of the Year. We have to give it to Matthew Jackson. Uh, Davion, great season. The three pick sixes, phenomenal. Kyle, a phenomenal steady force on defense as well. But at the end of the day, Matthew Jackson is three and a half sacks, is two interceptions, is two forced fumble, has 11 tackles for losses, along with tied for leading the team in tackles. Uh, he's going to get the Sports Stove Defensive Burner of the Year Award. Congratulations to Matt Jackson. I'm sure this is what he's dreamed about his entire life. Uh, honorable mention for the Defensive Burner of the Year, Ubong Udom, Roland Waller, uh, Eli Hairston, and Joseph Sales all make honorable mention as well, and they all had great contributions. This defense was stacked. Um, contributors all over the field from the defensive line to the linebackers to the defensive backs and a great season for them. Our offensive burner of the year goes to, and we don't even have nominees for this one. This is obvious. It's clear. There's no question about it. It's Parker McKinney, the quarterback, 2,400 yards passing, 2,429 yards to be exact, 18 touchdowns, nine picks, 596 yards rushing, and six touchdowns running the football as well. He's second on the team in yards rush, second on the team in rushing touchdowns, and 42 yards receiving, by the way, as well. There was no question that Parker was going to win the Sports Stove Offensive Burner of the Year Award. We will give some honorable mentions, though. Jaden Smith had a phenomenal season. Dakota Allen, especially as the season progressed on, continued to play well, and Dejon Hewitt, uh, great start to the season. The run game really struggled late, um, but Dejon led the team in uh, rushing touchdowns and rushing yards as well. So we'll mention him there as well. So our defensive burner of the year goes to Matthew Jackson. Offensive burner of the year goes to Parker McKinney. How about the sports stove coach of the year? Now, the easy uh, pick would be Walt Wells, right? There's there's improvement this year, large improvement over last season. And uh, and definitely, we think Coach Wells did a great job. But we want to recognize some of the assistants uh, um, on this team as well because um, Coach, I think he would admit that without these guys, this season wouldn't have been as successful as it was. And so although we're all all for Coach Wells, and, and again, congratulations on the ASUN Coach of the Year, we're going to go a different direction with our award. We have four nominees for the award. Trent Steelman, quarterback coach, of course, working with Parker McKinney. Uh, Derek Day, the offensive, excuse me, the outside linebacker coach. He's also the co-special teams coordinator. Jake Johnson, the inside linebackers coach and the defensive coordinator. And then Jeremy Hawkins, the D line coach. Uh, coach Steelman, you did a great job with Parker this season. Congratulations on that. But you're not the winner of the award. I know you're heartbroken. Um, and uh, probably don't know, know what to do with yourself right now, but, uh, uh, good job this season. This, this defensive staff, though, the way that this defense played, they have to get some credit. And, uh, and, and, you know, I look at Jeremy Hawkins and what the D line did this year and they were phenomenal. They were putting pressure on the quarterback. They were making good stops on the run game most of the season as well. And uh, the D-line played great. But when I look at this defense, the one thing that really stood out to me all season long was the way the linebackers played. Um, you had uh, Ubong Udom on the outside, and he had to drop into coverage. He'd never done that before. And the transition there, it took a little bit of time, but he really turned into a phenomenal player on all aspects of the defensive play. You look at Matthew Jackson and what he did, Kyle Bailey and what he did. These linebackers were just so aggressive and so integral to what this defense did. Derek Day on the outside, 
coaching them, Jake Johnson on the inside, uh, and then also Jake Johnson being the defensive coordinator. The Sports Stove Coach of the Year award goes to Jake Johnson, inside linebackers coach, defensive coordinator for EKU. Congratulations, Coach Johnson. I know, again, uh, this is what you've lived for. So congratulations and welcome to the uh, prestigious awards of the Sports Stove podcast uh, here. So our winners for the awards for this year has, is Matthew Jackson of the defense, Parker McKinney of the offense, and Coach Jake Johnson, uh, Coach of the Year. Game of the Year this year had to be the Jacksonville State game. The way that one went down uh, was absolutely phenomenal and uh, most exciting game of the year. Play of the Year, we're going to give that one to Parker McKinney, his pass to Braden Sloan to tie the game with two seconds left in that Jacksonville State game. Um, I was going to try to get the call for for you on that one so you could hear it. Greg Stottlemyre's call of that play was absolutely phenomenal. Um, and uh, but I did not have a chance to get that clip in to the system for tonight. But uh, but Greg Stottlemyre's call of "We're Not Done Yet" is a great, great call, and uh, we'll share that with you hopefully in the episodes to come. So, a huge congratulations to the football team. It truly was a a great season all the way around, and excited to talk with some of the football program guys. Uh, hopefully, next week in the Sports Stove Local Hour on Wednesday next week. Again, I want to remind you today's Sports Stove Local Hour is presented by IPM Pest and Termite, Central Kentucky's neighborhood pest professional. Find more information at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. Let's transition over to basketball. Let's start with women's basketball. Uh, I had the opportunity to go to another game this week and uh, watch the girls play against Union. And uh, it was a great game. They actually scored the first 12 points, uh, EKU did, and ultimately won a huge, huge game there, scoring the most points, second or third most points ever by EKU women's basketball. And uh, Coach Todd joked that had he known they were three points away from it, he may have called a timeout, but he laughed and said that he would not have done that. But nonetheless, uh, a phenomenal effort by the Lady Colonels. Uh, there this week, and a, a lot of good things happening for him. A couple things that stood out to me with this women's basketball team. Number one is confidence. Uh, this team is full of confidence, especially the veterans, the returning players. Uh, the confidence that is there, not only that, but they, they are supporting, they are encouraging, they are helping the younger girls uh, here as they find their way. They're coaching along with the coaches, and uh, and truly positive encouragement coming from them when they're on the bench or even on the floor. Uh, Jayla continues to be a very vocal uh, player on the floor, and uh, and and this team continues to grow uh, along the way as well. Coach Todd said they were a lot looser in this game than they were in their first home game, very tight that first home game. Uh, now they're playing a little bit more free as they're going along as well, which is, is a welcome sight as well. Aliche Reconati is playing well. She's the young um, a point guard, and uh, she's continuing to build her role here on this team, and uh, she is not sh- uh, short of confidence either. Uh, again, Jayla and, of course, Bria Bass as well, uh, leading the way for this team. And they shared the ball. They had 21 assists uh, uh, in, in the game this weekend as well. And so a lot of things happening there. 21 assists, the 10 turnovers, so they protected the ball pretty well also. They had an opportunity to play their bench deep into their bench, and girls were out there shooting, scoring, uh, doing everything that they needed to do 
as well. And uh, so good job, Lady Colonels. Make sure you get out and support these girls. Um, it's, it's a good style of basketball. They play hard. And Coach Todd, I believe, is building something special in Richmond. Uh, that's ladies basketball. Now let's transition over to men's basketball. Uh, Jansen Williams, congratulations. He scored a 1,000 points in his career. Um, he had, that was a goal of his, especially the further he got in while he was at Marshall and, uh, and was able to finally hit that point this weekend as well. Uh, when you look at this men's basketball team, Michael Moreno, he is kind of the steady hand of the team. It seems like when they need a bucket, when they can't, when they, they, they can't hit anything and they need something to go through the hoop, Michael Moreno is the guy that gets it done. Coaches, uh, Hamilton has said, Michael is a superstar. And uh, you see it every time he's on the floor. He just controls the game. He is the leader uh, on the floor, in my opinion. That's just this me speaking. But the way that he gets out there, the, the respect that he has from his teammates, and, of course, the ability he has as well, he just kind of stabilizes the team. There have been instances where this team has gone on very long dry spells where they cannot get the bucket, the ball to go through the bucket. They just uh, they start off so fast and they get going, but then all of a sudden it just kind of cuts off and uh, and then there's no scoring for a long period of time. As a matter of fact, um, last weekend's game, uh, they went a five-minute stretch, excuse me, a four-minute stretch without a field goal. They had, I think, two free throws in that four-minute stretch, but no field goals. Then they went another three minutes after they got the field goal before they scored again. And so there is there are these stretches, and that's not the first time it's happened. This is the first time I clocked it. But uh, nonetheless, they, they go through these dry spells, and as they get the better talent, the – the higher level uh, schools that come in, that's going to be a huge problem if they don't get it fixed soon. So they've got to work on that. Of course, they've got uh, Braxton Beverly. He's got a back injury, and uh, he did not play in this last game. But uh, you know, they're hopeful that he, with some rest, he'll be back out there. And uh, you get those back injuries, man. That's scary when you're talking about basketball. Those things can linger for a long time, and so uh, that'll be interesting to see if they can get things rolling there uh, with Braxton Beverly. Uh, or else they could be in trouble as far as the depth goes. I say they've got, I mean, they've got plenty of depth. There's no doubt about that uh, as well. Uh, how about Kurt Lewis? Uh, they call him CJ. Uh, he had himself quite a game on Monday night. Uh, in the first half, he had five points, three rebounds, one steal. The second half is when he turned it on. He ended up in the second half scoring 13 points, getting six rebounds and two steals, and in the game with 18 points. Uh, nine rebounds and three steals. And CJ was so aggressive. He was really good on the boards and uh, doing a great job there. Jansen Williams has just been cleaning up the paint, uh, blocking everything that happens, everything that comes in. Uh, he's knocking it away. Uh, Reek is doing a great job down there too. The, the guys down low are doing their job and it's allowing the guards to play aggressive up top and uh, cleaning it up. Cooper Robb, uh, his scoring is, you know, it's, it's, it's fluctuated game to game, but he's been aggressive defensively and still getting involved and helping the team in different ways, uh, as well. The one thing about the EKU guys, even during those dry spells when they're not scoring, their energy is still there. They're not, they're not slowing down. They're still playing solid, fast, uh, the way coach wants them to play. Just the ball isn't going through the hoop. So they're going to have to, uh, continue to do that. Uh, and, and find ways to score when, when the ball doesn't want to go in. Uh, they're going to have to do it. Coach Hamilton said they're still getting in shape. They're still not quite where they want to be uh, when it comes to stamina and things like that, but they are working uh, hard to get there 
as well. They do move the ball well. There's not a whole lot of isolation. There's good ball movement and things happening around uh, the court as well. And again, you need to come out and watch these guys in person. Uh, the tickets are incredibly affordable. Uh, the crowd that is there has been great so far. Also, you get some local kids there. You know, you've got uh, Moreno and and Rob from Georgetown. You've got uh, DJ from Lexington um, and other Kentucky kids there, as well as guys from around uh, around different states as well. But uh, uh, just a great, great fun time to go and watch some basketball. Tickets are usually, I think, as low as $8. So uh, you need to get out and be a part of it. And as the season goes on, we'll have on guys, uh, more players, and the coaches back on as well for both the men and the women's teams to talk about that. It's a shorter episode than normal because we didn't have any guests with us tonight, but uh, with it being Thanksgiving week, we wanted to give you something at least uh, to listen to and get you ready. Next week, we will be back with more guests and uh, can't give you the guest list because we haven't had that finalized yet. Uh, But hopefully, I will tell you this, hopefully Coach Wills will be on with us. Uh, We want to talk a lot of football, wrap up the season with a couple players and Coach Wells, and then we'll continue to work on basketball uh, players as well throughout the season, um, and uh, looking forward to that. You can always find, I do some articles for bellyupsports.com. You can find some stuff that I've written about the football team uh, there on bellyupsports.com, and then, of course, all of our uh, opinions and comments and things like that are usually best found on Twitter at Sports Stove. Uh, there also will be at as many games as we can get to. We've got, uh, I do some uh, Jessamine County radio for basketball. So uh, that's starting up, uh, next week. And, uh, so I won't be able to get to as many games as I usually like to, as well as my kids play in Richmond. So, uh, between the radio and getting to my kids games, getting to EKU, uh, games won't be as easy to do as it has been to this point. But, uh, thank you for listening. We appreciate the kind words that we've heard from you. Thank you for your support. We continue to grow. We continue to try to give you the best EKU coverage there is. And I think we're pretty close if we're not there yet. So please uh, let people know about the program, uh, share um, and subscribe and rate and review and all those good things to the Sports Stove Podcast. Today's episode has been presented by IPM Pest and Termite, Central Kentucky's neighborhood pest professionals. Find more information at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. And again, their service is guaranteed, and their technicians show up when they say they're going to show up. They, they're actually there in the time frame. They say they're going to be there, and it's not a massive you know, 8 to 8. Sometime between 8 and 8. No, they're there when they say they're going to be there, and I promise you will not be disappointed with IPM pest and termite. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. We are so grateful and thankful for your listening, as well as for the help of Rickson Lane and uh, Kevin and others at EKU that have done their part to help us out in this uh, this process. Thank you to all the players and coaches who've already been on and those that will continue to be on. So I hope you have a great holiday weekend, a Thanksgiving. Uh, don't hurt anybody on Black Friday. Uh, spend some time with family and eat as much as you possibly can. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sports Stove Podcast. We'll be back next week on Wednesday for another local hour episode. And then typically we're live on Thursday nights. Um, That's going to vary now with, again, basketball season and high school starting up uh, as well. But we'll have other episodes that are not just local hour stuff. There'll be uh, sports across the globe uh, there as well. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in, though, to today's episode. Until next time, we'll see you around the sports stove. (laughs) 